Okay, let's talk about like a sly way to break up with your friends. Hello. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode of Just One. Tonight we're drinking Just One De La Costa Sangria. It's canned sangria. The back of it says, from Chicago to California, Glunt's Family Winery and Cellars is four generations strong, producing enjoyable everyday wines. So cute. So cute. Mine's a rose. Or is it rosé? I mean, I just don't know when there's not an apostrophe. That's a really good question. I want to say that it's rosé because there isn't like, I've never heard of like rose wine, but at the same time, like I have no idea. Is rosé made from roses? One of the wine gurus, let us know. Please. What's I yours? Have, I have a white wine. It's just blended with natural fruit flavors. Nice. And it said to pour it over ice, so. So we did that. Hell Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Ooh. Kind of tastes like juice. Oh my gosh. Please taste this. That does Is taste like juice. Yes. I feel like, okay, this is dangerous because it's 11% and the back of the can says one can equals two glasses, but I could slurp this shit down. Oh my gosh. Yours really tastes like juice. I like mine better. I like mine better. I love when that happens. (laughs) (laughs) You are really more of a rosé girl. I really just love white wine. Yeah, I get it. Except last night I went to happy hour and I hate when, I always like wondered when people would order this before I could drink. People like, I'll just get a white wine. Like, how do you know which, like, how do they know which white wine you want? Like, I am so picky about my white wines, but I went to a happy hour last night, and on the happy hour menu, it only had white and red. There was no, like, choices. It was Chardonnay. Oh. The worst. And it's worse when it's Chardonnay in cab for red, in yes. my opinion. And I prefer Pino. And it was. It was. Why is that? I feel like those are the standards, but I feel like nobody likes those. Maybe just we don't. This just sus. <laughs> Chardonnay, though. When do you ever hear someone order a Chardonnay? I feel like only old people drink Chardonnay. Yeah, I was going to say, like, like my grandpa. Yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily true. But my mom used to drink Chardonnay. That was her go-to. And then she switched to Pinot Grigio. And I feel like that's why I like Pinot Grigio and, like, Sauvignon Blancs and, like, lighter wines. Because that's yeah. just what I, like, grew up with. Like, when mm-hmm. I could start drinking, she would have that. So I would have that. That's so true. Yeah, my mom always had red blends and Pinot. Yeah. Noir, so. Like, the first alcohol that I drank when I was a teenager was, like, fucked up beer and like Jack Daniels because that's what my dad drank oh that's hilarious <laughs> Coors Light yeah oh my gosh wait I definitely drank like gross vodkas vodkas yeah because that's like what my friend's parents would drink and there's a couple that would just steal them and fill them up with water you know I crack up that people actually did that that's not like just a movie thing because oh, yeah. how are you not getting caught no I don't know I, maybe she like he did but she eventually really, yeah that's It'd be so handles. Funny. yeah a lot way to go I hope that my kids are more clever than that right they better start practicing i also on. hope they don't hey mister did you ever do that like shoulder tap yeah like hey, is that mister. the same thing i don't know yeah <laughs> you called it that yeah hey mistering like at the gas station yeah no like yell at someone out your window be like hey will you buy us alcohol did you do that of course sometimes no. times were tough yeah really yeah i never did but i'm sure that some of my friends did because how else were people showing up with cases of beer to high school parties it makes you wonder and no one really asked. You'd never really be like, where'd you get that? No, but there was always like those, the losers that never like did anything and they still went to high school parties even though they were like 19, 20, 21. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's how too. That's very true. Everybody has those. Mm-hmm. The hometown heroes. Gotta love them. <laughs> Shout out. 
I also love that people literally imitate those people still. It's like a trend. They'll like post videos of like, oh, it's the hometown guy on his Snapchat, and it's literally him with like a backwards hat, like stacks of money, like on my grind, blah blah blah. I'm like, wait, why rapper. is it so accurate? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Wait, that's actually hilarious. I like immediately have some images in my head of people. Oh, wait, I went on a date with a guy recently. And he was telling me how he likes to make music in his free time. And I was like, oh, like, you should send me some. And he sent me a SoundCloud. <laughs> Did you black him immediately? <laughs> <laughs> I never listened to it. I should. I wonder Did if you reply? Gonna... No. No. <laughs> no. I had nothing to say. What would you? Yeah. The conversation wasn't, like, going anywhere after that anyway. No, so, like, he was really promoting didn't... himself. Yeah. You should have been like, here's my podcast link while we're at Wait, sending links. should I start doing that? <laughs> Well, the conversation's just nothing. Like, hey, I have a podcast. That's so funny. Okay, I, I literally have on my hinge, like, one of my prompts is, like, either, like, if our first date goes really good or really bad, it's going to be recapped on my podcast. And so many people respond to it. But, like, I don't want men that I'm going to go on dates with to listen to this ahead of time because it's too easy. Yeah. Like, I'm such an open book on here. Mm -hmm. Depending, especially depending which one they listen to. Right. Jackpot. <laughs> kind of scary it is. that makes me wonder how like famous people like people that actually have like ginormous enormous reach like how they date normal people i always wonder because their whole shit is on the internet yeah there's no mystery mm -mm. which like eh, i guess it just like you skip like 300 steps which is maybe kind of nice maybe but like lady gaga like what's her real name what is her real name exactly i don't know i can't think of it right now i feel like i'd maybe if i heard i'd be like oh yeah but do you know it no maybe. i can't think of it oh. I don't fucking know. Oh, my God. Wait, speaking of that, I heard the dumbest shit. Okay, so you know how all these celebrities have their makeup brands? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, there was, like, Rihanna's is Fenty, right? And it's because her last name is Fenty, right? I'm pretty sure that's part of it. That's part of the whole thing. Or that's part of her name, her real name, mm. Fenty. Yeah. Okay, and so there was this woman, influencer, whatever the fuck. She was like, I wonder if they're all like that. Like, is Ariana Grande's last name, like, Rem? Because, like, she has REM mm. beauty. And she's like, and, like, Selena Gomez, like, rare. I'm oh. like, oh, my God. Oh, reaching. Reaching. Right. I'm like, no, clearly not. <laughs> clearly not. Selena rare Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> that show ain't it. No. But I'm like, she was on to something for a minute. Oh, for one, one second. One second. Is Rihanna, Rihanna Fenty, is that her name? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It's really making me question now. I'm like, I don't know any of these people's names. I'm pretty sure that that is part of her her real name. Hmm. Beyonce Knowles. Yeah. Her real name but is she's Beyonce. Just, no, yeah. Sasha, isn't it? Sasha Fierce. What? That sounds like a drag name. Wait. <laughs> Wait. There's no way. What's Sasha Fierce? Bitch, a drag queen somewhere. No, that's what she goes by. Have you ever heard that when Beyonce performs, she says she goes and she turns into like another mode of someone? And that's what she calls Sasha Fierce. She's like, I black out when I'm on stage. It's Sasha Fierce. It's so not that's me. just her alter ego. Right. That's but, really but funny. But is it that because it's her real name? We're going to need to look it up. Ugh. We're going to need to to discuss. Please. We'll let you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> Should be taking notes right now. Seriously. Okay, let's get into it. Tell me about your... um. You went on a full day date. Tell me about it. Yes. You guys, sometimes it really just be hard when you're dating and it's like friends, friends, friends. And I feel like you, you forget sometimes to focus on ourselves or just like it isn't working out or it's like just easier to be like, oh, let's just involve everyone. Yeah. Your schedules are busy. Yeah. And so we're like, all right, Tuesday day date because it's the only day of the week that we could day date. So 
did a full mani petty together. It was so fun, so cute, honestly. I recommend. Um, then we went to the Shed Aquarium. I love it. I've never been. Never seen beluga whales. I was telling Chubby they look like distorted dolphins. That's about right. Yeah. That's how I would describe it if somebody didn't know. I wanted to squeeze them so bad. They're cute. You think? They're kind of... I kind of like them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are cute, though. I was thinking pictures of them, and I was like, well, why are the dolphins like that? I can't explain why this would be, but for some reason, one of my very long ago ex-boyfriends, I literally have never talked about on here because I was so young when I dated him, so I don't even know if I should really call him that, but neither here nor there. We had this thing where, like, we had, like, beluga whales in common, so, like, we would send each other, like, like whale emoji, and, like, I actually sent him a beluga whale tweet, like, less than a year ago, so somewhat recently. I Still? Dated, I dated him when I was, like, 15, so... And to this day, you're still sending belugas. Yeah. Oh, my. I know. Wow, that must have been deep. Yeah, it went deep. And we had this song, like a song that was like we had between us, and I just loved it. And it was saying at the piano bar the other night, and I wanted to send him a Snapchat of it, but he has a girlfriend now, so I need to leave him that man alone. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you really are, like, being harmless. (laughs) Just, like, something that reminded me of him, but I'm like, he doesn't give a fuck. Maybe he does. Probably not. <laughs> but that was nice of you. Just trying to give you the benefit of the doubt here. Appreciate that. Okay, but the Jedi, I would, I would recommend it. Definitely, like, not on, like, a Saturday. I can't imagine. It's got to be a literal zoo of kids. <laughs> there were so many kids. Oh, I bet. And, like, it smelled like poo, and I thought it was because of the animals, but I'm like, they're all aquatic. Oh, you know that's interesting yeah it was just stinky i, I don't love that right so anyways besides that it was a great experience it really cute animals good and then we went to hampton social uh, half price rosé till 6 p.m why have we never known this i thought that was just happy hour oh yeah till 6 p.m yeah nice so you divulged three and that'll get you going let me tell you we got there at five <laughs> three glasses later we were just having a jolly old time split the bruschetta oh delicious so good and came on watching more violin we just had a great day love that oh, and ramen hell yeah, yeah. that's solid yeah love just that a for lot you. of good things a lot of favorite things all in a day good and i feel like it's just like for remembering the dates like we always just have such good talks and we get like re-centered and it's like here's where we are cute mm-hmm. i actually had a day like that this weekend on saturday i spent the day with my best friend and it was her boyfriend's birthday so then we did like a little happy hour for him and then we went out to dinner Um, with his friends and then the three of us had like a nightcap on our walk home and when I got into bed that night I literally had like an actual smile on my face I felt so fulfilled after that day I love that it was so nice absolutely yeah and she like sent me a cute message at the end of the day too she was like just like thanking me for what all I helped her like get I barely did anything but like helped her get things set up and right and I was like I had such a good day with you like thank you so much I love you and Mm -hmm. I'm like I literally just felt so like Mm -hmm. joyful I love that nice absolutely good way to go into the week Mm -hmm. but then I got food poisoning so I got humbled quickly Real quick. with quickness. Sicknesses are getting us. We've had good though for the winter. I know. I feel like we've got it out of the way. Yeah. Not we. I mean, I feel like I've had food poisoning too now. Oh, well, yeah. It's a sympathy. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now let's really get into it. Yes. We're talking about something random today. Well, it's not random for us because it's been so relevant in our lives recently, but I feel like we touched on this a little bit when Mercury was doing weird shit where like everything is just off little micro tensions all around Mm -hmm. granted they were like minuscule so this just kind of like sparked the the topic but nothing crazy had actually happened right until 
okay let's talk about like a sly way to break up with your friends (laughs) (laughs) fucking get after it so basically the topic is friend breakups and confrontations arguably they hurt more than real breakups relationship breakups because it's just a different type of like a heartbreak yeah that like part of you is just like no longer a sly way to do it i don't know if there is i feel like if you're trying to be slick you're probably being an asshole you need to go to jail jail like be up front i feel like if you're gonna end a friendship especially if it's kind of a one of the longer ones you owe that person at least a conversation if you're intentionally doing it if okay. in your head you know what i mean because i yeah. think there's definitely people kind of just naturally grow apart and just are, you're like i wonder what happened to them like i hope they're doing well yeah the friendships that you just don't you just no longer talk to that person yeah like t- so much time has passed you don't really feel the need to reach out right that's totally fine mm-hmm. but when you're ma- you're intentionally like oh i'm not really gonna reach out to this person anymore right if you think they don't serve you yes mm-hmm like you're slowly trying to cut someone out. Right. And you know that. Yeah. I think that there should be no slyness about it. You should like have the conversation unless it's where you can just kind of like fade off. Right. It's like, okay, I don't this. I'm not really going to reach out anymore. Like that's that. But like if you have a friendship and you're like, okay, just something happened. This is no longer like serving me. You owe that person like a, hey, especially if they're trying to reach out to you and you're dodging right. them. Right. Like a one-way friendship, if you're starting to feel that way, that's just never fun. Mm-mm. So how would you, you? I mean, you send the message, basically like you're, like a breakup message, honestly. I think so. Hey, can I talk to you? You can have the conversation. It can go one of two ways. It can, you know, you can veer back to, okay, we could definitely patch this up and, you know, refind our, our center. Or you go your separate ways. But either way, it doesn't need to be nasty. Right. I feel like it could be like... Okay, so let's say I'm reaching out to you. I'm like, hey, Savvy, let's hang. Let's hang. Let's hang. How many let's hangs do you give until you're like, all right, this bitch is clearly she wants to hang? Honestly, like, I would say like three or four, and it depends on the excuses because some people are just busy, but you can tell when there's a reason or an excuse. Mm -hmm, Like if somebody always has something come up, especially when it's last minute, they like agree to it. And then like the day before or day of, they're like, oh, you know, like, sorry, I got to work late or I have this thing or this thing. It's like, okay, we've had this planned. And I feel like at that point, maybe something is coming up, but then you're not important enough to that person for them to prioritize your plans over what other thing came up. Unless it's like a dire need. Arguably, this might be a hot take, but I think even with work stuff, if you have plans with somebody and they're important to you, anything else can wait unless obviously extenuating circumstances. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, even if, like, if something comes up for work for me and it's not like, okay, yeah, I don't really need to do that tonight. I'm going to be busy tomorrow. I get up early. But it's like I already had plans. You just have to prioritize what's important to you and make sure that that person feels it. Mm-hmm. For sure. I completely agree with that. No one wants to be blown off a hundred mm-hmm. times. It doesn't feel good. No. That is not great. But... I also feel like that's like also I feel like a lot of people these days obviously we all have like group chats I think that's something interesting to think about it's like when we had like flip phones and stuff like we didn't have group chats Uh, yeah weird what life would be like without group chats I do think that there is a lot of like unnecessary pressure like ways for you to think that something is wrong when there's not especially if people have something new going on in their lives like new job new relationship whatever they're just not going to be as communicative because they genuinely are now spreading their time with more things right but that's just like communication Mm -hmm. like you should be able to go to your friend and be like hey I kind of feel like we're distant a little bit right now like is there something wrong or it's just you know are are we just busy 
Right. And like have that little check in. Mm hmm. And I just feel like there's some people that truly are just bad at communication, like whatever it is. I don't know. I mean, we've t- said this before that we're always like, all it takes is like one text. But there are people that just like they don't they don't see it that way and they don't care to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just level of priority. You mm-hmm. just have to know who you're dealing with. Yeah. You know, like that person. I always say, though, I don't ever want to be the person that my friends just are like, oh, well, that's just how she is when it comes to like being flaky, being non-communicative or being like avoidant. Mm hmm. You know, but I also feel like recently I was just talking to someone about this, probably my mom, how I feel like I have, I like diving into being kind of like go with the flow. Like I definitely am high strung, so I have to try to be that way, but I like the way I feel when I am more like relaxed about the way that my day is like coming to me. But I do feel like I over set that precedent with a couple of relationships and now I'm the person they know they can let down because I won't get mad or like I won't be upset about it Ooh, see that's tough you know I feel like I definitely have a couple of situations where like and I this is in my mind this is my you know perception of it they're like oh like if they have three things booked for one night they say the triple book and I'm one of them I'm the first one that's getting the boot because like oh well Shelby won't be on she won't she won't mind (laughs) I do mind I do. But like I've set the precedent that like, oh, like, no, it's fine. No worries. Wait, that's crazy. And I feel I genuinely feel like that with a couple of situations. Oh, I would be saying something. I'd be like, my time is valuable too, bitch. (laughs) And it is. Mm -hmm. But that's where it comes like the confrontation, friend confrontations. They don't have to be nasty. I feel like confrontation has a bad connotation to it. Yeah. It doesn't need to. No, it really doesn't. Mm -mm. It's like just be there. Be present. You're good at it. I am. Like, you do not beat around the bush. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've been like that since, like, a younger age, though. Seriously, like, in high school, I feel like I'd always be like, can people just talk? Instead of saying crazy shit behind people's back, I'm like, can you just, like, say it face-to-face if you truly have a problem, you know? Yeah. So. Micah and I actually had, I don't even want to call it, like, a tiff or anything, because that's not what it was. It was literally just a miscommunication, but literally, like, she did not even wait till, like, the next day to be like, oh, I'll talk to her about it later. She Mm -hmm. literally sent me the message right then and there as it was happening. Mm -hmm. We exchanged, like five or six messages back and forth like understanding each other and then we literally hung out that night Mm -hmm. literally like it was like brought up talked about squashed but I feel like like that's how life should be and it's like it's like I appreciate people in my life like that it's like it shouldn't have to be like oh I've been feeling anxious for weeks about this it's like what the fuck is that yeah you just have to like set your intention yeah like you say Mm -hmm. you know like know what you're looking for out of it it's like if you value that friendship enough then the 10 minutes of awkwardness and uncomfortableness having that conversation should be minuscule compared to the value of the friendship being back in step so true wow i really like that thanks yeah (laughs) it's like really though it's like the friendship's bigger than any little qualm shall i say yeah (laughs) that may come up i also think that that's like it's hard when you're making new friends like making friends in your 20s is so hard and i feel like a lot of people especially by our age where we're nearing our late 20s dare I say the where we've like made friends in our adult life and they don't all stick right you know like you have the friend that you hung out with like for six months and then it just kind of like fell off mm-hmm. see and that's so funny you say that there was a time where I was literally on like bumble bff I was like I want more friends and now I'm literally like there are people that I love so much and I think they're cool that I'll meet a couple times and I'm like I would like love for them to be in my life more but I'm like I just have so many other people that are I'm just prioritizing yeah you don't have the capacity I don't have the capacity I get it literally I think that like also setting boundaries of like certain friendships lucky. let me be aware that's lucky I oh yeah like, but go on 
setting boundaries in your friendships like what you expect from certain people or like what you will and will like will not tolerate but I do want to caveat that like lacking accountability is not the same as setting boundaries yeah so just like avoiding something and being avoidant is not the same as setting a boundary like if there's a problem that you're having or you feel a certain way with a friend or honestly a person literally anybody avoiding that is not the same as like protecting your peace right okay wait and this on top of that you guys I looked up the conflict styles when we were talking about talking about this because I think it's so important to be aware of how you do handle conflict and if you do if avoiding conflict style is one of them it's like if you do like to avoid it's like be aware of that and maybe like try and overcome it to an extent and be like okay I'm not gonna do that I'm just gonna kick it in the ass today you know exactly but the other ones are if anyone's curious there's collaborating style competing style accommodating style and compromising style which I kind of feel like it's interesting accommodating and compromising are both on there I feel like they're almost the same same but different but yeah yeah just like no I mean like knowing your audience Mm -hmm. you know like being very aware because you want to be aware of other people's feelings but like your feelings are also should what your feelings should be at the forefront because nobody else is going to look look out for you the way that you're going to look out for you exactly but that's not to say that you're not supposed to never have like arguments or whatever with your friends. Right. <laughs> like, and disagreements are healthy, in my opinion. If we yeah. all agreed and got along in jolly old rainbows, then I don't know, that'd be weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially in long, long term friendships, like you're growing together. You know, you have like your friends that you, you and I both have childhood best friends, like our mm-hmm. best friend of life. That friendship is 15 plus years old. It's it would so be crazy. crazy if there was never a disagreement. That mm-hmm. would be literally insane. Right. And we definitely have. And I feel like there's like little periods where we'd like just like not talk for a little bit. But then it's like you just bring it back because that's what's important. Yeah, because you're you're growing. Right. I recently saw something and this was about relationships, but I feel like it's the same shit. Um, How like maintaining relationships through your 20s is one of the hardest like times because you grow so much from your early 20s to your late that's why a lot of people that get married too young like if they get married like the ring by spring girlies are getting divorced by 27 because the growth that you go through in your 20s is so immense that you like may not be growing with that person you may be growing mm-hmm. you know opposites it's like same 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 with friends right what'd you just call them what ring what the ring by spring girlies oh ring what you didn't go to a southern school <laughs> <laughs> your midwest is showing <laughs> i like, don't even know what you're saying <laughs> what? it's the girls that literally wanted to be engaged by spring ah. of their senior years oh my golly gee wait that was a, it's a, like a thing it's an it's honestly it's an epidemic wow this that is the southern yeah <laughs> <laughs> wait that's so funny that you don't even know about that no yeah it's a whole thing i mean it's, it's very like cultural that people in the south get married young for sure and that's just my take like I'm, I'm I hope that they all have happy long healthy marriages mm-hmm. but there was a study that shows like you that you're you do the most character growth between the years 22 and 29 I mean I don't even need I don't need the studies right I know it tracks I felt it <laughs> <laughs> I've, I'm living it well because imagine think about the think about the relationship you were in at 21 mm-hmm. could you see would you be dating that person all other crazy things aside, right. could you be dating who that person is right now? No way. Hell no. No fucking way. Because that's fucking crazy. Right. So the same shit happens with your friends. So mm-hmm. it's like, how much effort are you going to put in to maintain your closeness or, you know, whatever? Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. 
what do you think some like the biggest factors are these days or i don't know just if what you see of friendships and what you see on i think social media just like other life things especially for women our age a lot of our friends are getting into like more serious relationships or they're moving for their jobs yeah they're starting to think about having kids Mm -hmm. all of these things that like we're just no longer we don't have the same schedule anymore you know it's like it's not college it's not we don't have that happy-go-lucky lifestyle where we can just make everything work Mm -hmm. literally every relationship you have now like takes like legit effort yeah but you just have to decide what's worth it right even if it's like the friends like we both have friends obviously in different states it's like flying to go see them it's like making time for them Mm -hmm. and spending money to go do that it's like that's not cheap these days to be flying around like that right i think just not taking advantage of people's like time or leniency Mm -hmm. like being respectful of that because it's like like i said how i feel like sometimes i get the like the brunt of it because i'm always like i'm never gonna make someone feel bad for not being able to do something like even if it hurts my feelings a little bit like oh i wish we could have seen each other but no worries but like still being aware that just because someone's okay with it doesn't mean that you should continuously lean into the fact that like that's what gets backburnered mm-hmm. but it's all about priorities and like what you find important and your priorities shift like you may need to take you know a year a year or maybe two away from prioritizing your friendships because you have other things going on yeah doesn't mean you're, you don't love your friends doesn't mean they don't love you right but life happens right but once again just communicate communicate it's funny that the things we talk about within our friendships it's like that's also like with relationships it's mm-hmm. same same it's yeah because it's just like respect for another person on such a deep level right you know mm-hmm. what do you think about the people who um like kind of like friend hop like do you think that that is like necessarily a problem or do you think that that's more just like somebody who loves to diversify their friend group can you define friend hop? Kind of like they're really close with this person for three months and then now they're with suddenly with this person 24-7 and then this person. It's like, I think that all those friendships mean something to that person, but they're just, they have a hard time juggling. Yeah. So they have to like hyper-focus on one or the other. Right. Which also is fine, but again, communicate. Right. Maybe a hard time juggling. Sometimes I just think that, I don't know. I think people just get attached and like want that connection with people. And then sometimes people like fade away. You know, it's like the honeymoon stage in like a relationship. Mm -hmm. Once again, relating it back to a relationship, but it's like, oh, you're like obsessed. You're in this bubble. And then once it kind of fades, it's like more just normal. And I feel like people like, like that, like connection, like that close tight. Yeah. Knit thing. Yeah. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. well okay so let's just talk a little bit more about like what actually happens in a friend breakup like how do you how do you deal with that I have you guys literally I met Micah when I was in the midst of a friend breakup yeah which it was like a 20s friend group thing so it was like a friend group that got built really really quickly and then it imploded just as fast um something crazy happened but I'm not in the business of talking badly about other women so I'm just gonna leave it there for sure but there is one girl from that friend group who I don't speak to at all anymore, and I wish that I did. Really? Mm-hmm. Have you tried reaching out? No, but I've mm. really been thinking about it. Like, mm. it's been on my mind, honestly, for a few months, and the only reason I haven't is because I don't want to intrude on her life. Like, I have a lot of love and respect for her, and I don't want to, like, bother her. But I guess I'll never know unless I try, and I honestly have been really thinking about just being like, hey, do you want to get a drink? Like... The reason that we don't talk anymore was based off the actions of someone else. Mm. And that person is no longer in my life. And so it's like there, there's no reason why that's still a roadblock. But yeah, I've been going back and forth with myself of whether or not I should like reach out. I think if you have the space, you should. Ugh. Why not? Well, 
it's so crazy related back the worst to thing she's either gonna do is probably not respond that's the thing is like am like am i in this space to have my feelings hurt if she doesn't because like i'll be sad about that i was really sad when i like lost her as a friend because i thought that we had a really great connection like we had a great friendship we had so much fun together yeah i i mean i think your feelings would be hurt for a like a day and then you'll move forward and be like all right it's not serving. It's not giving. True. It's not someone worth being in your life. You don't want to put any time and effort, but your mind's going to wonder forever. That's true. And I guess I really have matured a lot and grown a lot since that whole thing happened. Yeah, right. And if she hasn't, then I think that'd say a lot. She'd probably not want to get a train. True. So like, yeah, I guess I'll never you know. Like, all right. I'm going to reach out. I'll report back you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she will. I'll make sure of it. Don't you worry. But yeah, those friend, like the friend breakups, when they happen, it's kind of crazy because it's literally that happened over a year, about a year and a half ago. And I'm still thinking about it mm-hmm. and I'm it lucky hurt. enough that I didn't that's the only like friend group implosion that I've like really ever had yeah but I think they hurt and I think it also it's like when something is left with like bad blood like I think there's a difference between like on like a girl fight going down and between like and also just kind of like if it was like a hey this just like really isn't for me anymore kind of thing not that that wouldn't be easy either but I think two people kind of know when something's not vibing anymore yeah do you think that there you have kind of like a hard and not like a hard and fast because that's hard but of things that are just like are not forgivable yeah like I think about this stuff a lot because there's hardly anything that I can think of that I like would like just point blank cut someone off for I think if people say like mean things about you that's not right I would not forgive someone I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends what they said. Right. What they said, what <laughs> the circumstance right. was, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like as long as if you value the person and you, I don't know, the benefit of the doubt can really take you a long way. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. People make mistakes. People say things. Mm-hmm. But literally this all, I feel like the overarching fucking thing that we always talk about is literally communication. Yeah. Like if you're just open about it. Mm-hmm. Then nothing should be wrong. (laughs) All should be well. But why does friend confrontation seem so daunting? I don't don't know because I don't feel that. Like, I truly try to, like, put myself in someone's shoes that... What? You don't feel daunted by it? Like, even... Like, I know that you, like, attack... Like, take the bull by the horns, but you don't, like, have, like, anxiety around... No. Maybe, like, right when it's about to happen. But then it's, like, right when it's happening, I'm, like... You know, it's like when you're about to like present to a group of people at work or something, you get nervous and then you start doing, you're like, all right, I'm chilling. Oh, that's fair. That's a good way to put it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like just the buildup. Yeah. And the kind of just like the unknown. You're like, this is hopefully going to go well, but I guess it could maybe not. Right. Nothing bad ever happens. Like, right. But you nothing know? bad. Yeah, exactly. The pe- the company you keep, the friends that you have, like they care about you too. They want to be in step with you. Exactly. So. That's a good point. <laughs> So just do it. We'll be texting Shelby's friend, don't you worry. <laughs> but I think that's like or my not friend. Hopefully, my friend. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I think that my overarching like piece of advice, which I should probably take for myself as well, is like if you value a person enough, they give them the benefit of the doubt that the conversation will go well. Like why wouldn't it? Right. I. It will go well. Let it's, me tell you. Let me be your voice of reason. It will go well. During this whole conversation, I'm like thinking about all of my, my all of my best friends throughout like my life, like my childhood friends, my college friends. Like you mm-hmm. have all these like really close friends through your walks of life. And I can picture little tiffs I've had with all of them at some point. And there's never been a time where I left the confrontation conversation feeling worse. Right. Never. Why would you? Right. So go out and do it, people. <laughs> Stand up for yourselves. Speak up. 
Fair enough. Oh, these are stuck. Okay, they're not tossing. Stroll to the bowl, Micah. You guys, I still get so nervous because I write the dumbest things on here, and sometimes Micah, the look on her face when she reads them. How many pairs of shoes do you own? Oh, my God. Probably upwards of 35. Really? Mm -hmm. I would put myself at 25. Really? Yeah. You're more of a sneaker girl. Yeah, but and I got a lot of fucking sneaks. You do. But you're a heels girl. And I got a lot of them. Yeah, a lot of them. I was dog sitting this weekend and he chewed up one of my heels. Oh. Yeah. See, do you tell the owner in that situation? No, because it was my fault. Like, I knew that he was a chewer and I left it on the ground. So it's your fault. It's my fault. Oh. I mean, it sucks. Yeah. For sure. Damn, that's tough, dude. But yeah, like from the jump, I knew that he chewed on shit that I left on the floor. And then I left that heel out and he chewed it. That's so sad. Sure as shit. I'm sorry to hear that. That's okay. He's cute. I love him. RIP that heel. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. As always, please like, rate, follow, subscribe. We are just number one podcast on Instagram, just one dot podcast on TikTok. We look forward to chatting with you guys next week. Bye. See ya.